Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie hi my name is heather graham and i'm playing dorothy tyson in the movie the last rampage Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison, and uh, it's a very dark story, and Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Feral Audio. California Meltdown Comics Harmontown is now in session. Yeah! 
for the stage, the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. I don't understand. Je- Jeff, why, why, why are all these people here? It's the Super Bowl. Why is our, why, why is our audience here? I'm assuming that they came straight from their Super Bowl parties and made it just in time. We should, we should get it out of the way, right? We should do a sports corner. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. Sports corner, doing the sports. Throwing the balls, and you know what's worse than playing sports? Doing the thing, it's a team action. Makes you sing. Gotta jump up and down to the organized sports. Jump, jump, yup, yup, sports. Uh, Just, Dan, let me start you off. Just Seattle Seahawks, uh, Pats, Pats, whatever Pats is short for. I'm not gonna play that game. I, I I couldn't not get that information. Okay. New, New England Patriots. Uh, okay. First impressions going into the game with all the controversy that led up to it. Everybody, the controversy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, what, yeah, what, what, it was people, a weird year this year for the for the Dan, Super Bowl. Damn, when people put gate on the end of a co- name of a controversy. Super Bowl gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, of course, about the, the game leading up to the Patriots making it into the Super Bowl, where there, some of their balls were under. Oh, there's the de- deflate, deflate gate. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I did, I did see some of that. I saw in Craig Ferguson or something that uh, they did a funny video where people were spiking footballs and then they photoshopped them, uh, just staying put. <laughs> somebody, somebody said that they were underinflating the balls and that that made them easier to catch. Right. Yeah, I got that. We're okay. all on the same page. So, so going in, you know, I, hopefully they had, they had that ironed out. Uh, what did you think about the? Uh, the, the I mean, let's go right to the end of the game. Some some pretty uh, some pretty amazing plays towards the end. There. I mean, there's there was so much like, uh, t- I mean, what Tuckerson did with uh, in the eleventh hour. Like you watch a whole game like that, point by point, quarter by quarter, and you. You're watching the. It's usually, as you know, football is a game of yardage, and that's not. That's not always a fun thing to watch. It's not. It's not always a dramatic thing to watch. In baseball, it's like, oh, he popped a fly to the third, um, and, and it's a big deal. Every every batter that comes up has an opportunity to create a story. In football, it's a team effort. It's the long lost American dream. You got a quarterback. You got a receiver. You got a linebacker. You got a fat back. You got a. You got a. A wide receiver, in case the line receiver fails, you got the quarterbacker has to throw the ball, and the the the, the 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 point is yardage, and it's a it's an accumulation of that yardage, and so we watched that happen tonight at the Super Bowl, and so a lot of people a lot of people were turned off by that, but in the at the end of the game, at the very end of the game, well, dramatic turn of events. There were, uh, the, 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 the guy ran and the, the guy caught the ball. He did, but then they were right about but to score. They, they were right in the end zone, and right... the guy right before the end zone, and the other guys did what they're supposed to do. <laughs> what they're supposed to do. Correct. But there was a question about whether they did it right. They, uh, they did it right. They did it right. <laughs> But, there was a question, uh, but the answer was yes, they did it right. There was a question of whether or not the guy that had caught the ball had caught it right. Right. 
There's always a question about that, and, uh, which is why they have the referees out there on the field. And in that, in that particular instance, the answer to the question, did he catch it right, was yes. He caught it right. Yeah. So it didn't matter now, what, what, what the other people now did. What do you think about the halftime performance? Oh, those, those musicians. <laughs> I haven't seen them in what, 10, 11 years? A few of them a little bit longer than that. Uh. I, I just thought, and, and the combination of those musicians. Oh, correct. Who would have thought that 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 what, those musicians which, would appear in that combination? I mean, were, were you expect, Were you expecting a, uh, a, a a kind of early '90s ish black kind of rock and roll? No, I was Of course, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. It's a halftime at the Super Bowl. I'm expecting nothing more than the president of football to come out and throw candy. I who who would have known that superstar from the mid '90s? Uh huh. <laughs> Kind of supermodel dating, kind of a Cindy Crawford. I, I don't know. Cynthia Bloomberg. Uh, he, he, he was, uh, Madonna did that. No, no, it's a guy. It's a guy. It's Perry a guy. Farrell. About, Perry was the last name of the girl that was the headliner in it. But, uh, 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 what? Katy Perry. 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 Katy Perry. Katy, you, yeah, said, you said Katy Perry. Okay. Katy Perry. Okay. That was. Don't applaud that. He said though. <laughs> Katie, I thought I, I, mixing I, Katy Perry with those guys, those yeah. crazy guys, it's crazy. Like, like she's like such a pop sugar yes. pop bubble gum. Mr. So Cab just, Driver. Just, just when you're thinking like I'm being fed some top forty bullshit, I don't want to. I don't want to eat bubble gum for a living. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a working man. Then, then in Out comes come. the room, 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 the fucking hard driving. Guitar overdriven fucking Dark. six strings of that fucking band that shouldn't be with Katy he's, Perry. He was mostly just kind of a solo guy. A fucking like Jethro Tull. <laughs> As I said before, black gentleman. Black? A, you know, kind of. <laughs> American Woman. He covered that one time. You remember, you loved that. Mr. Cab Driver. And he was pretty big. And this lady. BB King is, came is, out. <laughs> Lenny. 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 John Steinbeck came out and fucking right out. Black, black. Black guy named Lenny. Black Lenny. Lenny Kravitz. That's all you had to say. Black Lenny came out. I call him Black Lenny. Who would have thought he'd be with Katy Perry? That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I don't have reason to question my consumerist lifestyle. Yeah. Not if these two and are then, hooking up in the 50-yard uh, line. And then, and then the, 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 the female rapper came out towards oh the end. Oh, my God, when Pharrell came out. <laughs> Holla! Holla! <laughs> Look, I didn't know who it was until she said that. And, and the, the, her name was on the TV. I would not have known. Oh, it was a lady? I, a lady a, a rapper? lady rapper. Little Kim. <laughs> I think a little older than that. Natalie. <laughs> rapper. Uh, Will Johnson. If it's not a hit, it's a... It's a Missy Elliott. Came out. <laughs> Amazing. And that, it's like, not only, were, not only... I mean, talk about ending the culture war and getting back to shopping. Like, it was a great, great halftime. I just... I thought it's, a, it's that time of year when we all realize there's nothing going wrong. And then, and then whoever won won. It was either the bird people or the fucking aqua people. I don't know. 
And it was uh, the important thing is that the, the is that the right team won because it was the team the the, who, the the corporation that owned it spent the right amount of money uh, aggregating uh, uh, dumb people from colleges around the country uh, who had been passed up through a corrupt systems. Uh, uh, and, and assembled into a team um, so that you could overcharge people to watch and generally train people for jingoism uh, in <laughs> arenas uh, and around the world. What was, your, what, what was your favorite commercial of all? Because you know, that's always a big thing. I, well, I actually know about the commercials because people were tweeting me going, you got to see the Liam Neeson one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Liam Neeson was in a commercial. The, thing that I, the two commercials that I saw, and I don't know if it was because uh, there were the two commercials I saw were for apps. They were for... Uh, like like gaming apps, that was was weird. Yeah. Liam, Liam Neeson did an ad for Clash of Clans, uh-huh. and uh, and then there was another ad I got sent that was some game of war, some or lady, yeah, game of war is a thing. It was just another thing. I, I like 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 I don't know. But did Bud Light do anything? Did <laughs> uh, like like there seemed to be a lot of commercials about fathers neglecting their children and then then there was a really a really horrifying one by nationwide insurance i think about uh your baby's going to be be, be murdered by your ne- negligence around the house and it was uh, just like don't let your kid die we'll save you from that and it was that's really- what i mean if we if we haven't figured out by now that that's what insurance is is a protection racket i remember when i was like tw- 20 years old the, fir- the an envelope that i got in the mail there was literally a photo of Christopher Reeves post-accident, uh, Christopher Reeves, on the envelope that said, don't let what happened to me happen to you, and it was an ad for an insurance company. Oh. That, that's exactly what the mafia does in mafia movies. <laughs> Except they have the courtesy to not involve the guy. Like, like It would just be a guy in a suit going, don't let what, what happened to Christopher Reeves happen to you. It'd be a shame. It'd be a shame for that to happen. <laughs> It's amazing to me that we haven't caught on to this yet, that, that, that our laws that protect us from the mafia, actually, if you actually applied them in an objective sense, would, would you should go after insurance companies. Here's another thing. Guess what? Airline companies are a cartel. Look up the word cartel. Cartel. I know you think the word cartel means a Mexican drug dealer. It doesn't, it, the cartel is a collection of companies, a collection of profit-seeking groups who are supposed to be in competition, who aren't in competition, who, who, who work with each other to minimize the consumer uh, 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 service and, 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 and maximize their own profits. Airline companies, cartel, antitrust laws. Hey, I learned about them in high school too. Not applicable. Didn't, haven't applied them in the last 30 years. Like, what the fuck happened to antitrust you're supposed to break up any company that is, is imposing any threat to the uh, competition so oh, key component to fucking capitalism competition competition no one is supposed to be safe in capitalism nobody even the guy at the very top the guy that sells you all the candy should be looking over one shoulder every time Willy Wonka starts his car he should be like I hope Snickers doesn't get me they're not supposed to have secret meetings. They're not supposed to share like 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 information. They're not supposed to have all the same board members on their board of directors. Fuck you, people. <laughs> I was on an Alaska airline flight, and they 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 stopped providing blankets, and it's cold flying up there. Man. I bet you could get them for for a five dollar upgrade fee. The, the there was an article in the New Yorker or whatever I I, I, I tweeted. It's it's a fucking expose of a goddamn cartel. They they JetBlue just ended its. Uh, hey, you're a human being. You want to get somewhere? Let's just give you JetBlue just ended it. 
JetBlue was was seeing profits. They were a profit uh, seeing airline. Uh, they were doing fine. JetBlue's gimmick was. I, th- I believe there was no first class on JetBlue. Is that the case? Or, but yeah, I think it, it, was, kind of, it was all the seats were kind of equally all right. It was generally yeah. like, it's kind of nice to fly JetBlue. Let's just try this. Like, <laughs> let's try this as an experiment. And the experiment was working fine. They weren't going to go out of business. Nothing was going to happen to them. They stopped it anyway because the stockholders in JetBlue said, ugh, this obsession with pleasing the customer, ugh. <laughs> We're, we don't want to buy your stock anymore. You are obsessed with pleasing the customer. And the way you, the way you make a, a profitable airline is you slowly reduce the amount of fucking human space that you have in coach, economy, whatever the fuck you call it, pencil plus. Uh, now there's 95 classes, and they're, all of them like are shrinking down. I, I, have to, I compulsively fly first class because they got me. They got me. Um, but my, like, even in first class, white people problems, platinum edition, like, first class is shrinking too. There's a, there's a, sometimes there's a room upstairs, I think, where everyone's in an egg, like, in an egg. It's, it's like secret class or something. I'm sure that's getting bigger and bigger. It's like, that's where the, if, in case you're flying with one of the 700 people that, that, that has all the wealth in the United States. But, uh, but, but the, their, their business model is to shrink and shrink and shrink everything that you have as an airline uh, uh, passenger and so that and and offer you uh, uh oh do you, oh did you want perk plus did you want to did you want to put your feet on a somewhere that, that's not behind your head uh, <laughs> oh that you're a perk pluser uh, did you want to did you want a perk pluser pluser like like and they and they just like move you like 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 boarding first and being allowed to have a backpack and and did you want to bring Q-tips? And they, they sell everything to you as like this upgrade. It's fucked up, man. And they agree on it with each other. They all have to have meetings about this. And they go like, okay, how many centimeters legroom do are we calling luxury? Because if they don't agree on that, someone could fuck up really bad by six centimeters. That makes a huge difference on a nine-hour flight. What about like Virgin America or Virgin Atlantic? They seem like they're... Like they're they're a nice airline to fly. Yeah, I don't know where Virgin falls. I I, I, I fly them a lot. And they seem like they're kind of doing their own kind of groovy thing. I don't know, but but also, my eyes on you, airlines. <laughs> that's the that's the moral of that story. <laughs> oh, do you want to do a new segment? It's called things that I say, off the cuff, that I swear, like if somebody on Parenthood said it, like it would like be like an amazing piece of dialogue. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I, because I've been, I've been experimenting going through our new, because I can't use licensed music anymore, I found this today in hopes that maybe this might happen. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, it's... it's, it's all right, things I, say, things, I, things I said tonight just while getting dressed with Aaron that I'm like, wow, psh, I, sound like a, I sound like an NBC character. Are you ready? Yeah. Every once in a while. It's, it's short. So Aaron and I were talking about beards. And, uh, and, and I was talking about how I saw some red carpet uh, uh, lady, uh, fashion uh, lady on the red carpet say, like, well, you can expect a lot of beards this year from the men. And I was like, yeah, I've had a beard for a long time. I came up, everybody's finally doing beards. And, uh, and, and Aaron and I were talking about the beards and, like, what, what is that culturally? And Aaron was like, 
like I don't want to put words in Aaron's mouth, and it's a hot button topic, so I'm not putting words in Aaron's mouth. This is what I remember hearing. Aaron was talking about how like is that is that a thing that's motivated from the feminine side, like 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 based on what women want? She was talking about is it a possible uh, 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 reaction to over metrosexuality? Like are we uh, you know like the then the women are like craving like a uh, something else? Like, so uh, we were taught we were having that conversation in the privacy of our own home, and uh, and 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 then she said uh, yeah it's definitely it's it's definitely a heterosexual trend the beard uh it's it's not a gay trend and then she went in the bathroom and then i was standing alone in the bedroom and i and i went uh <laughs> a gay trend imagine imagine being in charge of, of figuring out what those are talk about finding a needle in a needle stack because 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 to me gay people are a trend all right, <laughs> moving on. Wait, wait, real, real quick on the on the beard thing because I've been grousing about the the, the beard business because I, I live in like Los Feliz, which is near Silver Lake, which which is the Williamsburg, which is the the hip neighborhood of the of the city that has the hip neighborhoods. And uh, I was in a, a restaurant in Brooklyn like a few month like a month or two ago, having brunch, and uh, there were fifteen guys in there, including me. Fourteen of those guys had the same fucking Hammurabi big ass down to their fucking collarbone beard. Whoa, yeah. And it's like, you can't all have the same fucking beard. That's crazy. If you walked in the room and you were all wearing the same hat, you, you, you're, you're, you're crazy people. I just, I just like an I told you so. Like, I, I, I mean, everything I do, like 10 years later, everybody starts doing it. You were the last to get a podcast, though. That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, but I, uh, now, I'm going, I'm, uh, now I got a video podcast. Like, I, I, I skimmed a couple articles that people sent me because they know how much I have a beef about this whole beard craze and uh, the, the phrase lumber sexual, and it's like guys wearing... Lumber sexual! <laughs> and they, they have like... They wear, oh, boy. They, they wear the plaid shirts and they have the, they have the beards and uh, it's a reaction to the... Not just women's need to have men that are more masculine, but men's need to reclaim masculinity from... A That's what I, that was where I immediately went. The, 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 but I, any woman that told me, oh, no, women, uh, women kind of define... You know what women say men an attractive man looks like like you got to believe under the surface that's what's like we yeah. do we'll do it's 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 a weird it's a weird dance we have where like it's like men's gimmick is like I don't give a shit but and that that's sort of a staple of masculinity too and then but but like obviously women are cracking the whip like that sexual reproduction it, it it all of the changes are cued by the female side. Like yeah. that is a that is as old as plant life. Like like when we divided from asexual organisms into a male and female, the only thing that's consistent between like like all of the species from from when we were flowers until what we are now is basically that the the the, the reason it speeds up Darwinian selection is because it like compounds it with half of the species dictates how you. Get get to the egg and uh and and that half of the species kind of tends to that's why you see in those nature shows like these the bird is like going like what the fuck is the bird doing like it, it has to do like 900 things in order yeah. to just get it, it near has to, the, it has to grow iridescent feathers and yeah shit. And, and like the lockhorn beetles and they, 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 they there's all this weird shit they have to do and it's like some of it is like an odd like random thing and it's like it's because there's so much energy coming out of if you just endow if you divide your species in half and endow one half with the green light 
that that is the, I mean that's not sexism I, that is uh, yeah. that is as old as vegetation yeah it's, Drew, <laughs> Drew Carey used to joke that uh, every, every guy cuts their hair like they like they had it when they were getting laid all the time but that, that's 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 how yeah you, I know and that's why you look at George Lucas and it's like yeah guess what happened oh <laughs> uh, yeah sure I'm gonna make a ninth movie and it's like, like you're just looking at his pompadour it's like yeah like George, you have you could get your hair cut by a like a thousand robots every morning. Like he could have nano scissors injected into his hair follicles. George, George Lucas could afford to have like the perfect haircut for sure. As far as he's concerned, I think he has the. Perfect yes, haircut. exactly because because, because that's he was the haircut all that he had. Seventy-seven pussy. That's the haircut he had the night that something happened to him sexually that that he doesn't connect to American Graffiti. Like he, he's like, ah, yeah, she really liked me. Now, I heard another thing, and I, 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 I did not follow up on this, and, and in keeping with last week's theme of uh, unverifiable uh, facts that we don't know anything about, but you, we must make pe- other people Google, uh, <laughs> is that uh, there was a, apparently I heard there was a reaction among the bear community, like the, the bearded gay gentlemen who are, you know, the little heavier, like bearded, like the, the, ha- the Harmons. The Harmons, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did not get that from you, the bear culture. Oh no no no, they uh, had it. Okay yeah, but like but they're apparently like they feel like they're being co-opted by a bunch of straighties going out there and dressing up like bears. Ah, they'll be all right. They're bears. <laughs> they're fine. Do we Me ha- and do, the bears? Do we have any bears here? Is, is any any uh, self-identifying bears? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so well, now that we know you're just kidding, it's weird for you to go yeah. <laughs> It should have been rawr. Uh, yeah, you're sp- yeah. I, I, I always I, I, oh, I've met bears. I feel. I, I like I like bears. I like that idea. When I was in Palm Springs for uh, for New Year's Eve, I forgot my uh, swim trunks at home back in LA, and so I went to this place to go buy them, and I went to uh, this place called Game Art USA. Uh, which is, uh, uh, by its own admission, America's favorite gay superstore. And they sell, they sell among other things, really good bathing suits. Also, uh, lots of cock rings and lube. Uh, and, and, like, fancy underwear and stuff. Um, so I, was, I thought it'd be funny if I went back to the party, because we're all doing shopping for this big New Year's Eve party that's going to happen, and a bunch of people are going to come I didn't know. And so I bought, you know, we've all got snacks, and there's food, and there's booze, and there's all this stuff. So... I wanted to find this. they have these little cock rings that are they're, they're, that look like lifesavers, a little a little bigger than that, but they're jelly, like kind of stretchy little jelly things, and they come in little plastic lifesaver wrappers. And so I thought I just they're really like they're not expensive. So I just buy a big bunch of them, put them in a bowl, and have those next to like the pretzels and shit, and they'd be like, <laughs> you can have cock rings because everyone's gonna come with couples more or less to this party. I thought okay, put the cock rings up. So I, I asked the gentleman behind uh, the counter at Game Mart, do you have those little jelly cock rings? So all they had were these really high concept looking cybernetic like shadow run cock rings. I didn't I fucking did not know keep how to talking, s- I'm gonna need a drink. Alright. Oh, oh I'll keep talking. Uh, so I said, Do you have those little gel ones? And he goes, No, we're out of those. They're so great though. I go, do you, do, you, do you know a store like because there's one little strip there that's all these like gay bars and stores and like fashion places. Is if you go down to Bearware. I'm like, where, where, where's Bearware? He's like, it's just two doors down. I go into Bearware. It was the fucking best. Guess what's in Bearware? 
a bunch of the most adorable bear couples just walking around buying, pu- putting like holding up clothes on a, on a hanger and holding it up to their boyfriend. And like everyone's buying like little like little outfits and like scarves and things. And, and I'm, I'm up there just talking cock rings with the top breasts. And it was, it was really, really nice. I really enjoyed my time at bear work. Also, I took the cock rings to the party. Three of them instantly were gone. And no one was talking. People, and I think I, I found out later on that two of them were gone. The, the girlfriends had taken them for the boyfriend, because there was going to be lots of drinking involved, and they want you know a little enhancement later on down the down the line. Oh, uh, that I'd like to. I mean, I kind of think maybe a later episode, but like I want to understand the cock ring concept. So it's I'll explain a, it all to you in a moment. <laughs> one of the cock rings was out out of the wrapper next to the bowl. I'm like, who did this? The guy's like, I thought it was candy. Well, yeah. Okay. I'd like to understand cock rings, and I'd like to understand the bear community. If there is, a, you know, if there's, if there's a bear Harmon town out there, we, we we must. I'd like to think we have a few bear fans out there. It'd be nice. I sometimes feel like uh, we somehow marginalize the marginalized on our show. I just, I feel like uh, the, the bears do a pretty good job of saying like like. You have a store called Bearware, and in there, everybody looked like exactly what I wanted bears to all look like. It was really cool. Frankly, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more black people in the audience, uh, and I'd like to see more uh, uh, gay people, but you can't see them as well. But we, we often ask, like, uh, who's gay? And it's like, I don't, I, I just want, I want I, I, you know, let's throw some ladies in there, too. Like I don't I like like I'd like to th- after black people and gay people in keeping with the American tradition yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> gay gay people were president <laughs> like, yeah. free um, the the I just I feel like we're doing something wrong I feel like I cut this silhouette of some kind of like Belushian like figure and I. Uh, it's not what I mean to do. I know I'm ignorant. I know I'm clumsy. But I, I love I love all people, and I wish I wish we had more black Armenians. It makes me feel like we're doing something wrong. Yeah. If you're black and you're out there, well, then you're out there. You're in a, so you're fine. And I, if you're black and you're out there, I don't want to sound racist, but do you know other black people? Could you tell them to come here? Are, are, are any of your best friends black people? Right. And I, that's the, the hell now I'm racist for asking you if you have black friends because you're black. And I don't want to do that. If you're black and you're out there, thank you. That's the... Thank you. D- d- k- d- d- tweet me and let me know if there's something I can do. What's and your I, name over there? Jamal. Jamal? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> Jamal, indeed. But, but can we? I mean, that's but that's the thing. Like all his friends pointing at him. Like that's 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 the, the like that's that that's why that's why they don't that's why they don't come. They don't they don't want to get sucked into my black hole, my white hole. Is is community does it have a large black audience? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How do you measure that? Do you get a lot of black people tweeting you and saying I love your show? No, Rick and Rick and Morty. Uh, I think Adult Swim has a larger black audience. Yeah. So a lot of and, and I, I. This is gonna sound crazy, and I, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe anything about this. I'm only repeating what seems to be the case. But it seems like it seems like uh, uh, black audiences like animation a lot. Like they, uh, I know Adult Swim has like 
uh, a black audience and uh, Rick and Morty, like I like, like community, like episodes will go and I'll just, I'll look at the tweets. But then when an episode of Rick and Morty is airing, like there's a lot more like, 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 like a face that you just, I just go like, oh man, that guy, man, I wish he was my friend. <laughs> just with a tweet that's like, this motherfucker just said butter's a disease or something. I don't know. Like, like they'll, they'll like, like quote like a thing, but they'll kind of quote it in like sort of a street language. And it, and it, and it validates me. So black people, come on down next Sunday. And keep watching Rick and Morty. And uh, I love you too. All right, so uh, moving on to a couple more things. So obviously I was right in my uh, my predictions about the uh, Jurassic Park Nine, whatever the uh, park is open, and I, I I I'm not I wasn't psychic. I had heard reports that uh, Chris Pratt is playing a raptor trainer uh, in the movie. Right. <laughs> does, the, does he go out like a quarterback at the end with a bunch of raptors and they're all going to go? He certainly clean does. House? He okay. certainly does. In the new in the newest trailer, it's becoming very clear that he. Uh, <laughs> That he train that he trains raptors I, are, are, for a living, and he hangs out with them, and he loves them. And then, uh, like, there's this big dinosaur they've made that's like a big. They, they shouldn't have made this big dinosaur. And then he, at the, in the in this new trailer, he's saying he goes like, uh, I'm, "We we got to go out there with everything we got." And it cuts to him on the four wheeler with a flock yeah, of yeah. velociraptors. <laughs> everything we got includes his trained raptors. Did, did they say uh, this time the girls are cleverer? Yeah, <laughs> it's just pretty amazing. Uh, there's nothing to it. I uh, did like the. Uh, I mean, the fact that they had to show it to you. I would like to have not seen it in, in the in the trailer. But there's a Jurassic Park Sea World, and a giant, giant kraken comes out of the comes out of the ocean and and, and eat, eats a, like an orca hanging from a string or something like that. Yeah. It's a, Which, by the way, I don't believe would be a part of the real Jurassic Park. <laughs> Which parts of it did you buy as real parts of the Jurassic Park? Well, if there's reptiles that are ancient that are walking on Earth, it's like, I don't think that a park is going to put their money into a, a tank so big that a gigantic... The, the creatures in the sea are already prehistoric. Sharks are prehistoric. Like, whales are basically prehistoric. Like, they're fucking old and giant, and yeah, it's neat to watch them jump out of water. But there wasn't a thing, like, you know, Yeah, megalo googala boobala But, like, get, get... Now you're being get, racist. Get, get, <laughs> guess what's last on your list if you go to Jurassic Park? You're not going to go to the fucking water tank. How are they going to get the insurance companies to sign off after the first Jurassic Park? Like, what are they, they going to say? Like, we got it all figured out. This is a new world. That's the money, Jack. It's the, like, what do you mean? Are you going to go see it? I'm not going to go see anything. I'm 42. <laughs> I will wait the three weeks until it's on my wristwatch. Uh, you, don't, you don't go out to the theater anymore. Ever? Go if it's Valentine's Day, maybe I'll go see it. Uh, but you know, Paul Rudd better be in it. Or all right, so go see it. You, you never, you never feel like, oh, this is a movie that's going to be better on a giant screen. I want to go see this on a large screen. The last time we tried that was Monuments Men. I don't think we've been to a theater since. Like, we're like, all right. You thought is, that story about stop. stealing Hitler's art was only going to be great on a big screen? No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not. Movies are movies are for kids. Like going to see movies are for kids. And then as the kids get, you know, they parlay their parents' money into a new support system for themselves. Eventually, you buy a screen on your wall, and then you wear a bathrobe and you watch the movie on your wall. 
These guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, li you live in a little shitty apartment. You go to movies. But you dream of this. You dream of rocking the fucking, like, the boiler room down for, here. For the, the, the like, non-visual Walking naked around a mansion, uh, barfing and puking and... Wait, I don't know. Why barfing and puking? I meant to say burping and pooping. It's, it's, it's not far off, man. You want to be Jim Morrison. You want to be, uh, what am I, Howard Hughes. You want to, yeah, so you get, the, you get the big screen. The wealth distribution, you know, you see that chart. Oh, everybody's got more money as you, like, yeah, you get older and you want that, you want that money. You want that big screen in your house. Why is this? We spent some money. You, you, I mean, we meaning you spent some money getting all these cameras up and get the live stream going on. Why can't we kill this cricket that's been here plaguing us? This is the only theater that has one cricket that never goes away. He's my conscience. But how can he listen to you if he never shuts up? He's, he's telling me just like he's, send, he's only saying one thing over and over again in case I ever listen, which is like, you're supposed to be at work. Your, your show needs help. Are you way behind schedule? Of course I'm behind schedule. I don't talk about that. All right, last thing. Last thing on my, uh, last thing, on my thing. Uh, I, I, I really recommend everybody watch this show, Empire. Okay, it's on Fox. It's a show about uh, Terrence Howard plays a uh, hip hop record label mogul. It's like a dynasty. Our friend Enti uh, called it Black Dynasty. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, he's black. He can call it that. Uh, I, 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 also, he, he's black, and he stopped coming to our show. Yeah, uh, see, J Jamal, please move up front <laughs> next week. Which we're trying, I try to, and tell us what we're doing wrong. Um, the but it's a it's a empire is it's 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 just a mate. It's a, it's I don't know. It's like a perfect storm of like like the uh, I don't know. Just watch it. Watch the pilot. Uh, don't get it's, it. Takes you forty minutes to watch the pilot of Empire. The uh, dad is the mogul. He's he's running a record label. It's established immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he's a record producer. Sorry, I get a little vodka off my uh, mustache. The, he, they, they open Jamal, the, that can be yours next week. <laughs> the pilot opens on him sitting in like basically a throne, like a cushioned throne, overseeing a, a, a chanteuse uh, singing in the into the microphone in the in the VO booth, and she's like, singing a singing a song. Some R&B song, and he goes like, "Stop it, stop it!" And then he presses the mic button. And he goes like, "I need you to sing as if you just found out you are gonna die." <laughs> and then she's like, "Hi, And then, and then, as she's singing, it intercuts from her singing to him thinking about the fact that earlier today he was in a hospital getting his hospital test results. So we're already knowing that he's gonna die. But and then, and then he goes in the booth and he, and he goes like, all right, hold on. And he goes in the booth and he goes like, how you doing? How you doing? And she's like, I'm fine. And he's like, do you remember when your brother got shot? This guy sounds like a real bully. He's he's not a good man. No. Sing to him. And then and then of course she goes back and then she's like, I'm not doing a good impression. But of course she sings really well, and it's like that, and it's like that. That's the first three minutes of Empire, and it's like that. Just so, you, just so you now know what a record producer does for a living. 
if he's good, um, if he gets results. And, and, and he emotionally terrorizes people. Yeah. And so then they keep flashing back to the life. So, so, so like, I don't want to spoil it all. I'm telling you, just watch the pilot because it's like it, the thing about the show is like you're never watching one scene for more than one minute. The show is not like it's 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 D- Dallas would be like eight minutes of two women about to pull each other's hair by the end of the episode. Like they would it would set it up the whole time. This is like one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute. There's like eight locations and like this this matriarch cookie who gets out of prison and the pilot goes back and forth between all the eight locations around the clock. Uh, and 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 it's just stirring shit up because she, of course, the company was built on her back, and she she went to prison. And uh, but the dad, this is, I'll say nothing more about the show, and then you make your decision of whether you want to watch it or not. But in the one of the flashbacks to the '90s, when the uh, gangster, the 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 patriarch who founded the label, who used to be a gangster rapper, who previous to that was a real gangster. <laughs> In one of the flashbacks, he's wearing a do-rag in his uh, one-bedroom apartment's living room, um, and he's got one baby uh, on his arm, and there's three sons in the, in the show. And then uh, the, uh, the gay son, because one of his three sons is gay, and the, the idea is that uh, one of his three sons has to take over the record label because he's dying. Of ALS, but he's not telling anybody. With uh, His gay son comes into the living room, as gay sons do, uh, wearing high heel shoes and with a scarf around his head, going like, and, and like swishing around and, and, and going like, look at me, I'm, I'm like a six year old uh, boy, but I you here's how you know I'm gay, and and the and the dad gets so infuriated he scoops the son up, takes him outside and puts him in the garbage, puts his son in a garbage can. He throws his his gay son away in the garbage and puts the lid over him. That's a shame. People throwing away a perfectly good black boy like that. Uh, so I mean, it's like if you're if you're interested in drama, maybe tune into Empire and, and check it out. There's wonder, only twelve, that, thirteen that, episodes. That, that's so specific. That has to be based in true anecdotal. Shit. Well, I because I, I was so fascinated with it. It turned. Yeah, I, I've I've heard rumors that one of the writers or actors like had that experience. So, so, that that happened to them, but but uh, I mean, amazing. That's All horrifying. Right. So watch Empire. I think. How many episodes are there already? I think there's like thirteen. I'm three in, and it's it, it doesn't slow down. It's uh, you know, yeah. it's 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 pretty fun. So just just watch it, will you? Jamal, if you, do you watch it? Don't, that's racist to ask him. It's, it's racist to ask him. No, it's not. It's, not, it's racist to not be able to ask that. Ugh. <laughs> I, 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 I can't really, like, you're, you're sitting way back there, the, the lights aren't on you. I assume I, I, I that he's the kind of guy that can handle that sort of question. It's racist to say you can't see him. <laughs> I can't see the white people next to him either. Okay, all right. It, 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 it's, it's if, I, if I can't, how do I know they're white people? If I could speak for Jamal for a second. That's racist. I'll take that risk. Okay. I'm going to speak on Jamal's behalf for one second. Right. You, you know, we could just bring him up. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. All right. Too dangerous. <laughs> Let's just, come on. <laughs> yes. We yes. can't have anarchy. Okay, guys, yeah. Well, you, you all heard the trash can story. I'm Jamal. I'm speaking as Jamal for a second. I wish 
tomorrow I could wake up and spend an entire day from waking up till I go to bed not not being my friend's black friend. <laughs> just want to be their friend. I just want to be Jamal. <laughs> Jamal, do you want to come up and tell us if that's true? Can you come up? No. Is this? Is this? I only I only downloaded a few new songs, and that was an accident. It was that or the new Shadowrun theme. I have very little to choose from. I meant it on purpose. All right. Well, I mean, how accurate are we? Um, you're actually like hundred percent accurate. Yeah. You 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 would you you wish you wish you knew what it was like to not think about race. It's just like. I don't know. I, I see other people around, like they're hanging out with their friends. I'm like, that, that's cool, but like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just want to. I just want to be white, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, folks. You just made Dan's dreams come true. Then. <laughs> Let's say you just want to be white, or have everyone in the world suddenly become black, or any other any, any other means by which we could erase this concept, which is, seems to be an artificial uh, uh, conceit, so that so that it doesn't eclipse every conversation, uh, every every moment. Or were you making fun of me when you said when you said what you said? I was just making fun of you. All right. <laughs> Because you're so 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 we've entered a generation where you're not you're not thinking about that at all. You don't you don't care. I'm just I'm just dragging dragging you down by by thinking about it. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, so we're, so we're just we're just waiting for me to die. That's good though. That's a problem that solves itself. That's good. All right. Well, what do you, what else do you want to talk about? You 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 plug in a book or. Uh... Uh, I have a mixtape drop in December. <laughs> What, what what is your uh, what, what's your what's your uh, uh, what's your mixtape name? Uh, it's called Straight Fire. It's Straight Fire. Is that there's no way to know when you're making fun of me or not? <laughs> you, you get to control. You get to control everything. He gets to make you feel uneasy. You could you could easily like uh, if you is there anything that you could uh, link to or anything? Um. No, I was lying. <laughs> okay. What? Who is the real you? What are you doing? I'm not sure exactly what you mean. Well, what are you? Are you a student? Are you? Do you have a job? Uh, I'm a student at LMU. LMU? Yeah. LMU? What's L? What is that? Uh, <laughs> it's a college. Where? where? Tell me the, what uh, the LMU stands for. Loyola Marymount University. Oh, okay. It's like near. USC in that area. Yeah, kind of between you USC seem like you want to go. It's 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 like south towards the airport, sort of. Right? Yeah. Towards yeah, the airport. Like, you got you got KXLU record uh, radio station there, right? Don't you? Yeah. 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 It's it's yeah. It's pretty white. Would you tell some uh, uh, other other uh, other black kids to come to the show? <laughs> I don't know many other you black don't. kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Dan, Dan, we got to take baby steps here. You need to be satisfied having any black people here. You, you're like, like he's a he's a black guy who listens to podcasts. You know, like he's he he may, he may or may not have only black friends. Well, I want to get. I, well, no, I didn't. I didn't make that mistake. But like the uh, the white guy that brought you here. <laughs> yeah, what about him? Your 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 friend, your white your white friend. Like, yeah. does does he does he have any black friends? That... <laughs> Uh, I'm the black friend. <laughs> and you and you don't really make mixtapes. No, no, I don't. He said he has a mixtape dropping sometime. Like, like, is he, is he, you drop that off to your girlfriend. That's uh, <laughs> yes, in, yes. In, in 1987. <laughs> what are you What are you studying? Uh, I'm undeclared right now. What, what would be your dream gig if you could like have your pie in the sky? Like, do you do anything you wanted for a living? Uh, I'd probably be on Community. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fairy tales can come true. What can happen to you? Well, there's a yeah, there's a table in the back that's uh, the the there's a. Put your head, <laughs> yeah. Put, you put your headshot in a basket back there. Everybody knows that. Is this your first time at the show? Yes, it is. Yeah, so the, you don't know about the. Did table you really yet. come in? I mean, it, are, I mean, you pro- I know you're joking, but is there a part in your back of your head because you knew that Spencer was was just a fan, came one time, then he got on the show? Uh, do any people here harbor a little tiny feeling that maybe they can get? Adam, I know you think that. Twice. Huh? I've been on. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I think Adam started coming to the Harmontown shows because he was on Community. So he got wind of, like, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Jamal, so, <laughs> other than wanting to be on, on television, like, uh, what, 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 what is your dream? I have no idea. How old are you? I'm 18. Oh, yeah, you don't have to know yet. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Be nice if he knew. <laughs> uh, his his parents aren't paying uh, for for him to have a lifetime vacation. Did you know you wanted to be at eighteen? Yeah, uh, I was going to be a sportscaster. <laughs> and I refused their money, and I worked hard at uh, at Marquette University to become a sports journalist. For real? Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe I can lie too. Uh, <laughs> All right, cue, cue the. Uh, let me let me do some rapping. Jamal, you're gonna want to stay for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the streets, yeah. From the streets, yeah. From the streets to the street streets. From the alley to the streets. From the streets to the road. Fuck your mama like a frog or a toad. Put my dick in her mouth dissection. I fucked your mama's infection. Gross. 
Fucked your mama from the ceiling to the floor. Fucked your mama so hard she wanted some more. I fucked your mama down the hall. Fucked your mama in the summer and fall. Fucked your mama in the new way. Fucked your mama till she was gay. I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. New area. Okay. Whoa. Yo. 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 Left to the right. Fucked your mama till she lost her sight. Needed a stick to walk around. I fucked your mama till she did the no. What town? Hold on, hold on. Jamal, uh, what, what, uh, what city are you from? Claremont? Where's that? Is this in California? Oh, God. All right. All right. Yo, yo. J to the A to the M-A-L. I fucked your mama so hard, but she'll never tell. That doesn't mean it, it was rape. Okay, Jamal, everybody. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Jamal. Now, Dan, while the beat is still rolling, I want you to sing the, the melody hook like like that you like you were gonna die tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, how rain rain comes down on your umbrella. Every drop makes you me. I'm your Yo, 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 yo. All right. It's very unsettling to me that an 18-year-old kid can come up and just go, I wish I was white. And then have me go like, yeah, yeah. And then kind of like try to meet him halfway and then he's like, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but it kind of threw me because I'm like, I'm like, well, if we're really living in a post-racial America, then uh, then we have a huge problem because we're th- then that means that we're uh, 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 we have there's a huge there's a there's a we're not paying attention to uh, uh, certain th- things that is the problem that he, when he said he wishes he were white, he wasn't white. No, no, God, no! I don't want him to be. I don't want him to be telling the truth when he says that. I'm saying like the idea that it's become a joke that that race can become a joke before we address the issues that are tagged race. That's the troubling thing to me as a Gen Xer. That's the troubling thing. I think that behind, I'm, I'm getting a little tipsy, so I should not be talking in this area. But I, I, I so so let me let me put a pin in it. Uh, the I I, I I think that race is tied to wealth distribution in an unfortunate way that needs to be paid attention to. And I think that the race as artificial construct, egalitarian, let's all uh, let's all ignore everything that separates us. Thing is fifty percent uh, the solution and fifty percent part of a shell game as part of a larger system that says uh, you know you're racist if you 
pay attention to anything that separates anybody because it keeps your eyes off of like the walnut that has the pee under it. And I'm too drunk to go further with that. <laughs> also too uneducated. <laughs> I dropped out of my uh, first semester at college, so I don't have anything to back that up. But I always get suspicious of that, and that's the same thing with religion. When you hear me piping up about religion, it's like I, I had like a big Twitter exchange uh, following the David Cross uh, episode. Or I thought David Cross is, uh, as Aaron says, David Cross's atheism is truly empowering. Like he's the kind of guy that's like he goes, "Hey, I'm an atheist. Nobody else should be." I, I and uh, the the thing that makes me argue with people who are evangelical about their atheism is this suspicion I have that um, that the things that we're tending to blame just religion on, which is basically like kind of all bad stuff, like it it it, it makes it freaks me out that we can just jump on that. Uh, because I get worried about the real criminals who are inherently not religious people or atheists. They're just capitalists, and they get away with actual crimes, that, that there's a class system that is, that is tied to this stuff, and that when you say in this country that there's a culture war, and you point at all the dummies that have, you know, they believe so much in God that they think the world was created in six days, you're also talking about people who play scratch-offs and believe in the horoscopes. Uh, you're talking about people who are kind of exploited. You're talking about people who have been convinced by people who are kind of bullying them that their faith should be put in, like, military and fear of strangers and all this stuff and it's like I, I just worry a little bit about the intelligentsia just like dogpiling on all religion because I don't think the corner pastor in your, in your neighborhood is like at the top of the conspiracy so too drunk uh <laughs> Uh, my obsession with race and religion and, and all that stuff is like I'm always suspicious of like the actual thing in the room which is like you know rich people have more than poor people and they kind of we, we kind of never talk about that and I don't know if that's because it's boring or if it's because it's like if they're actually successfully distracting us from talking about it um, so uh, how'd your vasectomy go? Aces <laughs> I hope I didn't. I, I hope I didn't get too drunk to play Shadowrun. Don't get too drunk to play Shadowrun. No, I don't. I, don't tell me not but, to. But your, char your character, because I've read Spencer sent me your character sheet. Do you, did you see one of your negative qualities on there? I, alcoholism. <laughs> Severe alcoholism. All right, so it's a big night. We're gonna start playing Shadowrun tonight. What, what? What's what's what is that video? What's that? What is the what's the plan for the video? What is the, what, what is the, what is the what are you doing? The experience. The, 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 that's the most ironic statement in the world. You're, you're sitting in the room. You you paid ten dollars. The there's cameras everywhere. The entire thing is being live how, how streamed. Long, how, how long has that camera been up? Like like since I started talking about anything that might get me in trouble. Is that? <laughs> what? But what is it like? Are you from out of town? And you're like, they won't believe this. First time I've been able to get Tarman Town, not all the way in the back. All right. Okay. Okay. I I, I lashed out at a at my best friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> where Where are you from? Uh, L. A. <laughs> <laughs> what part of L. A. Uh, grew up in Venice. Venice. Yeah. Nice. Do you go to Venice High? Uh, no, because my parents thought I would get shot, so they sent me to Santa Monica High. <laughs> 
Did you get shot? So, didn't get shot. Your parents were right again. Now, speaking of uh, like the, the, the kind of anti-capitalist dis distribution of wealth thing, uh, I think that's kind of built into this whole Shadowrun universe. There's a very kind of... Oh, for uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, the corporations have taken over, and there's a group of mercenaries who either exploit it or are exploited by it. Or I believe we are a dragon awakening away from living in the world that, uh, that Shadowrun exists in, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's bring out... Uh, uh, for, uh, should we bring them out in, in one at a time or just bring them out... Uh, Let's bring out uh, my wife, Erin McGathy. Hello. 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 Oh, yeah, Kill the Baby. Yeah. Yeah, star of the new number one channel 101 show, Kill the Baby. I'm the baby. Female lead, I would, I would, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks. Unless, I, it's, um, unless the baby's a girl. <laughs> I think the baby's a boy. Baby's a boy. Um, thanks for having me. Goodbye. But you're the uh, baby. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm not the baby. This is a, this is a, a Channel 101 show from Alex and Ariel that, that went first. This last week, and I, I play I play the wife to a man who wants to kill our baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Check call. it out. All right. Was this all part of that nationwide uh, insurance campaign that was in the Super Bowl today? You heard about explain that? The, explain the nationwide thing. I think that, I, like I was I was watching at the drawing room and the sound was kind of like like at, at pardon me at fifty percent so I couldn't quite hear it. And uh, there was a kid, like, and he's in a bathtub, but he's sailing the seven seas with his dog, and then he's in the treehouse, and he's got the dog up there, and then, then, like, he's like a kid, like, being like an imagineer of his own fun, and uh, and then all of a sudden, there's just a picture of a, of a of a bathtub that's overflowed, and then a TV that's fallen, like, like it clearly would have crushed anybody beneath it, and it said, you know, uh, most childhood deaths are preventable, and and and, and everyone in the bar was like, whoa. <laughs> Dead baby commercial. Does the company tell you what's appropriate to put in different rooms in your house? It, it says, like, go, go to don'tkillyourbaby.com and we'll fucking, uh, we'll help you safe up your house from, uh, from certain disaster or give us $500 a month and we'll make sure, I, it's fucking horrible. It'd be a shame if anything bad should happen to your yeah. baby. <laughs> hey, you got a good baby. Oh, your, son, your son seems like a nice kid. <laughs> Like be ashamed of um, I don't know. Maybe maybe a flat flat screen television lands on his head. I don't know. <laughs> it happens. It happens all the time. Go to go to don'tkillyourbaby.com. You see terrible statistics about such things <laughs> that I would hate to see happen to your only son <laughs> with the high heels and the trash cans. Uh. He wears the, so joyless. He, he wears the high heels and the rag on his head. Yeah, when the, when the when the gay son comes out, he clearly the young actor was confused, and they just threw a scarf on him and, and the things, and they're like, "Come out, like you're doing the wrong thing." So it's a six-year-old actor doing this, like it's a little boy doing this. Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's also it's incredibly offensive because because it means that gay means that you wear high heels and scarves on your head. And, yeah, I, mean, I, I dressed up as a kid a lot, and, and some of that included dressing up in, in women's clothing because I, I had two I had two options: dad's clothes or mom's clothes, and I wore them all. 
That's like a pull quote from your autobiography. <laughs> I wore them all. I, I do recall coming out as my parents would have these swanky like late 70s dinner parties and there was like fondue and all the dudes had suits and great mustaches and looked like the Marlboro Man and the women all had great dresses on and were named Lorraine and shit and they all Do smoked. you think there was some key business happening? Key? The key party business? Do you think your parents were part of? Uh, were, were, were you know, I, I've actually got, considered that retrospectively but I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it was really that kind of vibe. Um, it was a pretty permissive environment in terms of but like it was not like like yeah, it was just seventies. People were groovy, and the guys like did their thing, and the women like would kibitz and talk and smoke and drink. And then, <clears throat> but I do remember coming out of my mom's bathroom and like took one of her products, like like eyeliner or lipstick, and like I think I put it on, and I did a big like Revlon commercial for everybody. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, like you, what, like 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 you like I would come out and do because like you, know, you watch TV and they do commercials, so they they would be having this dinner party that my brother and I were not supposed to come out and interrupt because they were being adults and probably swinging, probably fucking. <laughs> and, uh, and I would just come out and interrupt it for a little 30-second spots where I would come out and sell you some lipstick that I found. I like you would, so you would come out and go like, Revlon makeup Yeah, is... the new Revlon Ultra color. This is the new thing for the lips. And... You, which, <laughs> was, your mo- was your mom putting the makeup on you? or you? No, no, I was just raiding her bathroom and finding things to sell, like, like to, do, to do commercials for. Got it. Right. Also, I was auditioning for commercials around that time, too, so maybe that was in my head as well. Wow. Did, I, did I ever tell you the one about uh, me running into a party with some information that I discovered? From yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, heard yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. the, the crack story, yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 bring on Game Master Spencer Crittenden. Game Master, he is the Gay Master. Gay Master, put him in a trash can. He hiles on. Gay Master, all day long. Uh, hey guys, hey Spencer, what's cooking, man? Oh, you know, just throwing away children. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of all, all run out, run out of juice. You? Yeah. It's nine eleven. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> it's not. It's it's it's, it's no. January first. The yeah. clock says nine eleven. I wasn't even thinking it was nine eleven when I said that, but like, yeah, this getting close to my bedtime. It's just you know, it's no good. We do this every week, Spencer, and I usually go to bed at like ten or nine thirty if I can. Yeah, it's, yeah, sleep's the best part of the day. Also, you've been, as, as far as I know, you've been spending a good part of your waking hours working on Shadowrun for us. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, I've finished. I've read the book about four times now, and I still. Barely understand it. I, I, I reread some of that stuff multiple times, and I still have a, a, only a passing knowledge. Of oh, it. I know. I haven't read it, and I got it. Yep. <laughs> Are our friends? I'll teach uh, you. Is is Demarge Brown here? Yeah, he's here. Oh, okay. Demarge, oh, are you here? Demarge Brown. Demarge Brown. Downtown. Demarge Brown. Demarge, do you know Jamal? Uh, I. <laughs> I don't. I don't know Jamal, but I'm I will meet surprised. him. He lives a very sequestered life. <laughs> I can reach him through the network. <laughs> Black people. There's a, there's a special slash. Yeah, special. Uh... Jamal's an extra special name because it's a math book uh, name. 
It's, you know what I mean? Every, well, everyone's saying what, but when I was in school um, in, in math books where it has pictures of, of, of different people, um, a lot of the African-American kids were named Jamal. <laughs> math book name. Uh, uh, <laughs> which is why, as a white, as a white uh, writer, you can't, if you, if you say that, a, if, a, if, a, if you know a character is African-American, you cannot name them Jamal. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a list, there's a short list of names that the, the other white writers will go, nope, send it back. You can't do that, which is funny. You should tell them that in the world of commercials, because they, when you audition for commercials, pretty much every script that has a black character in it, it's named Jamal. Why? why I think that's why part of the reason. That? Though. Is, was there? Was well, I think there it's just. Uh, uh, I think it's Jamal? just Eben Flo. It's a great. It's a beautiful name, and you're a beautiful person. That's that's why it. I think it ebbs and flows. I think I think culture gets a hold of. I think I think I think I think white writers and they're all white. Like they, <laughs> they they like they get confident, you know, and the, the and the bubble inflates and then it bursts uh, because the ninth Allstate commercial to have a kid named Jamal in it. Then, then somebody starts going like, "This is this is the new Leroy. We can't do this anymore." When you, Dan, when you're like when you're creating a black character for a community or, an, or another show, I would never do such a thing. <laughs> you would never, you never. You know, Dan's the first person Hollywood goes to when they're creating a new black character. Yeah. He's a consultant. Like, black have character. you ever gone and like tried, like I want to make this a black sounding name? Like for instance, I, you're, you're, I'm unlikely to meet a, a white Demorge. Demorge sounds like 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 a, like a African. Well, we name, we right? I mean in we, the United States you're not, but in Switzerland you are. Is that right? And in Europe you're. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a whole village full of a family. No shit. There's yeah. a village of Demorges. <laughs> it's a last name. It's a last name. But there's also, I mean, there's a horse, a racing horse right now named Demorges. Demorges, stop being so I racist. Yes. No, no, I like in this country now, but, yeah, but outside sounds, of that sphere. But, I mean, I yeah. it's, and, 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 but it's and, a unique first name, right? Yeah. yeah, we cast uh, Keith David in this season of Community. So the char- the character, the actor is cast before the character is named. So here's a room full of white writers like have to come up with a name for a black man, and 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 so that's that is that is a factor for us. Like I would like to hear all the pitches. That I, I bet you would. <laughs> um, and and also like that you know it's like the conversations that we have about it. This this is the this is the real world, the ugly, strange, twisted balloon animal world of uh, racial consciousness. You know, it's like, like like white writers going like, well, I don't know what. It, well, not that for sure. And one of the things is like, he's not named Jamal. That's for sure. I just went with like, I I just went all the way. I just say his name is Elroy Potashnik. <laughs> I went. I, I, was, I was like, I can't. I don't, I'm get, I'm running from this. I'm not doing it. But that's <laughs> like Giardello, uh, 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 Yafet Koto's character in a Homicide. It was based on a real story, and the real head of the homicide department was a Sicilian. But when they cast the actors, the actor they liked the most was Jafet Cotto. So they didn't change the script at all. He was just named Al Giardello. And for the whole series, he walks around when the officers are confused, and he just says, the Sicilians have a saying, and he speaks in Sicilian. And then he says, get out of my office, and he pulls a red table wine out and, you know. Starts eating Italian food in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't bother to change it. No, 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 they didn't change it at all. They That's just made him black. Sicilian. And then, that. later on, they wanted to bring bring him a son, bring his personal life into it, and they brought a real black Sicilian. They brought Giancarlo Esposito in to play his son. It just sort of had this crashing of details. That's great. Yeah. Do you guys remember when when Dan said, uh, I'll, "I'll I'll fuck your mama and her infection"? Or what was that? <laughs> it, ry- it rhymed with some. Uh... No, I know, but I. <clears throat> um... I find these days that when I rap. <laughs> 
I one of two, <laughs> one of two things happens. Something comes out that's so gross that I stop and go, "That's gross," or or it's just stuff that I've already said. It's like, like I like mentally exploring the idea that there is a man somewhere that refers to his wife's vagina as her infection. <laughs> See, where my where that conjured in my mind that it wasn't her vagina. He, she had some other infection that he was yeah. fucking. Oh, uh, right. right. Well, that, yeah, that's it, what it I might thought. Have been, it might have been on her, on, her, on her thigh, you know, or it, her calf or, or something. Or like maybe Adam and Eve. Adam was like, oh, you're so great. I don't know why I'm attracted to you. I am. What is that? Are you sick? It looks like it could look like a. It does seem like you're not well, like in a vacuum. <laughs> If, you, if, if all you if all you knew was men, and then a woman pulled her pants down, you'd be like, "Are you all right?" And and vice versa. Yeah. If all you saw were women, and then a man, yeah. you'd be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw you really my... have to get it's not that a controversial at. statement. Yeah. 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 Well, I think what you're saying, Dan, is uh, boys have wee wees and girls have crack wees. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like it's similar to like axe wound, which is such a gross. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. Which is a terrible thing to say. There, there I'm only are, laughing because there are 900 words for a vagina, and none of them are, are pleasant. Really, I mean, there's I mean, a couple that are passable, but mostly just no. Paloma. <laughs> no, you just oh. ruined that name. You call her pussy Paloma? That's... No, that's 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 our name for our unborn daughter. That is not start. <laughs> He, he just called your pussy your, your, your Paloma, I believe. I mean, we'll just change it. Her name just won't be Paloma. Dan, Dan and I have, have talks about naming a daughter Paloma. <laughs> Paloma! <laughs> that was Pull a ghost. Pull it together. All right, sorry, Spencer. Hey, guys. I, 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 when you say your, your unborn daughter, have you conceived? Are you trying to actively right now? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> uh, no. I'm giggling because you're the first person who's asked. No, we are not actively trying to... What a weird question. I don't know. Are you trying to make a baby? You said that. Is that... No, uh, no, no. If it's I don't... Too, I if don't it's, I... I'm sorry for being too personal. That's way too personal. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't need to press you. I'm, I'm, no, let's, I'm, let us, I'm, I'm let coming on her tits first... a lot. Is that... That's... Does that... Which brings us back to Cockering story. <laughs> But I'm sopping it up with a paper towel and doing what I call stuffing the tunnel. Isn't that we read we read somewhere? So it's, a, it's a great way to get an infection. I know that. We call it demorging. You call, what? <laughs> that wasn't fair. I'm just here, man. I'm just here. <laughs> Um, well, we're, we're waiting until uh, June first. We're going to start conceiving. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided we want our child's birthday to be um, a very specific date, and then so we're just going to cast a wide net and take advantage of our God-given right to abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that, like... Yeah. But you, but you, like, you know... Oh, man, we're not there, Republicans, there, for God's sake. Was there a misunderstanding? I want my kid to be we've, born we've on April 15th. Because I want to be able to remember, like, my taxes are due, and also... <laughs> um, it'll be our, our, our first child, but our fifth uh, pregnancy. <laughs> 
I mean, you guys, the, the, those of you who have come to the show live, like, this glow is not unpregnant. <laughs> look, look at me. I'm beaming. Oh, what if we can't have kids? <laughs> I mean, if anybody can't, it's got to be me, right? <laughs> Don't I just seem sterile? <laughs> I, I, I feel sterile. Oh, God. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like I feel so sterile. <laughs> Is that really? your, your way of just talking yourself out of ever, ever having to wear a condom? Is like, oh, baby, I, I never get you pregnant. Man. <laughs> No, I've never used that as an excuse in the past. I'm, I'm married now. I'm just saying, like now, yeah, no, I, yeah, it just, it just doesn't seem like I'm, I, I, when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't go ah potency. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I, I, I go like oh, Paul Giamatti, like, like, <laughs> like you know, you don't picture him like you know firing off like like a million Giamattis, like. You think in order to make a new Paul Giamatti, you'd have to like catch one and distill it and like help it, put wheels on the back on its tail, put it put it in a sperm track to an egg that's like in braces. We made a new Giamatti. It wasn't easy. The park is open. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of new Giamatti you're making in there. It doesn't sound like a good idea. I, 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 don't you see what you're doing, uh, uh, Giamatti? Uh, you, you, you're, you're tampering with, uh, with nature. Spent and so much time finds, thinking whether you could make another Paul Giamatti. You, 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 you didn't stop. That is one, that is one big pile of Giamatti shit. <laughs> I think it's time to start getting into our, our, our shadow run for this evening. Fucking A, man. Yeah. That's why I brought him out early, see? Uh, you brought me on at the normal time. Well, I brought you out earlier, but then we talked. And you know how we usually you bring st- you out? It's normal, the normal time. Normal time you bring me it's out. It's my fault. I There's nothing wrong with it. Just call, call, him, call him like you see it. Well, I listened to the show last week, and I heard all of your awesome characters I'm very excited about. And so I, I should probably start off by revealing my character, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Is that good? Is that, is that all right, Spencer? Yeah, that's fine, because our characters all know each other. So we're not going to be meeting each other. No. We're going to be beginning on, as I understand it, we're going to be beginning already having known each other. Yeah, you're like a team of shadow runners. I love it. There you go. I'm so excited. We're going to really try to do it right. And I'm sorry I got, I got, I got, a, but not too drunk. Thank I just got a little, a little too drunk. <laughs> But I mean, not too drunk. <clears throat> All right. Well, my character's name is Eve. Yes. Uh, Eve was born. You know what? I'm gonna Do you play a little uh, Vangelis or? Oh, funny you should say that. I think I have a song for my for my thing. If I were here last week, I would have done music. Oh, by for all the way, guys. last week I never said like Yacht was the name of the band, right, Dustin? Like Yacht, who's like like actually, I mean, they don't need to give their music away. That's oh, a great great band. Yeah. They, who did uh, I play tonight, Dustin? The song called uh, "My Kind of Devil." Do we know? It's, it's not on here, but we'll, we'll find it out. We'll put it on the thing. But thank you who forever wrote that. I like that song. Uh, okay, so here we go with Eve. Let's see what we got here. If you like any music you hear in the show, go find out who made it. 
J- Jamal has a mix of of the of all of the music tonight at blackfire.org. Eve was born the daughter of two loving middle-class elf shamans. Before her birth, her parents ran a successful chain of alchemy stores in Seattle, but they were squeezed out of business by big alchemy. (laughs) And with a baby on the way, they chose very reluctantly to work for the megacorporation Neonet. In exchange for big pay, they became nothing more than corporate mage slaves, selling their magic, that's that's in the book, Selling their magic and prostituting their sacred shamanic tradition. Helping Neonet enhance their security and exploit the world. When their daughter, Evduriel, was born, they were determined to protect her from their own sad fate. Before she could be given a system ID number and be absorbed by the state, they took their newborn daughter and left her to be raised by sinless elf magicians who lived in the woods around Seattle in mystic harmony with the Native American shamans of the Salish tribe. There. Between her new elven and Native American family, she grew to learn and control her own powerful magic and to connect with the great spirits of Mother Earth. At 13 years old, however, her peaceful life was shattered when her community was raided by awakened cops on astral patrol for illegal gatherings of magicians. Many of her people were slaughtered or arrested. Some, like Evduriel, managed to escape, alone and terrified and burning with hatred for the violent power of the megacorps that destroyed her life and the lives of parents she'd never known. Evduriel vowed to use her magic however she could to undermine the powerful and return this world to its natural state of harmony with Earth's great spirit and maybe see her family again. Not done. (laughs) Before fleeing the woods to hide in the bustling anonymity of the city's sprawl, she called upon the spirit world for guidance. Her buried anger and stormy personality led her to take on the powerful mentor spirit of the Thunderbird whose beak and claws are lightning, and her cries, the clap of thunder! (laughs) The Thunderbird spirit now guides her to use her power for good and to destroy those who would oppose the spirits of the natural world. Armed with her magic, a cat-like agility, and an old Comanche war club, she learned to survive on the streets as a shadow runner. She is now 20 years old, and she runs by the name of Eve Libertine. (laughs) It is such a shame that there wasn't a... There should have been someone doing an interpretive dance during that. I want you guys to do that over again, but remember when your mother got shot. All right. So everyone knows everyone... Right, you're all you're all ready. I know Mercy, I know Eve, and I, I want to recount. What's your character's name, Demar? Hordegard. 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 Okay, Hordegard. the most amazing character ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I snorted. Deal with it. Hashtag, yes, all snorters. Oh, wow. Timely. All right. 
Okay. Oh, wait. I, 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 you what? Know, I have new theme music for Spencer's new uh, intro to, well, to Shadowrun. The thing is, I'm not sure if there's like a proper intro to this because okay. it's, you know, because those were all kind of like recaps. Right. But there's nothing to recap. Okay, so. then we'll save that for next time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Okay. So you're all Shadowrunners. You're on a Shadowrunning team. We all know this. Oh, okay. come on. There's got to be background. music during this. I mean, what are you. What? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Maybe, okay, maybe just an intro. Why do you guys care? What is your investment in this music? Because it, because it makes it special. We Does like, it? We like it. I yeah. mean, it'd be special if I, if I got to say the things that I wrote. I mean, that's special to me. Wow. All this hubbub isn't, isn't doing it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when well, did you stop believing in magic? I don't get it. We'll save the music for next time. That'll be extra special for our recap, kind of a la the old days. And that, right now, we'll just go in dry. Makes sense to me, Jeff. All right. All right. All right. Shadowrunners, Shadowrunning team, gotcha. All right. You all pile out of your Uber before the car scoots away, leaving you standing in the shade of the rotting wooden facade of a dive bar, Hank's last stand. You've all received the same message from your fixer, Cool Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> the message is as follows. Listen, guys, I done something bad. I gotta lay low for a while. But look, I know you need to pay rent, same as always, so I'm putting you in touch with Teddy. He was my fixer before I got my start fixing. He's your man. He'll be picking up all of my slack while I'm gone, and I'll be making a nice little kickback for myself for every job you guys complete. So don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Anyway, trust me, I'll be back on my feet in a few months. Don't you fret. Head to Hank's last stand, got me? Teddy's the new cool Dennis. Stand. So there you are, in front of the dive bar, and out through the double doors bursts a squatting strange figure. It's Teddy. He's wearing an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt, white shorts, and flip-flops. A stun baton hangs from his belt. Oh yeah, and he's a dwarf. Howdy, I'm Teddy. It's great to finally meet you a lot. You see, Cool Dennis told me all about you. Now, I'm sure you have a lot of questions, and I respect that, but right now I've actually got a Johnson on the Rhine who needs a run soon, as in, like, right now. So why don't we go inside and see what he needs? Sound good? It sounds great. All right. A Johnson is uh, street talk for a corporate uh, client. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Jim, stop, stop wasting our fragging time. Let's go inside. <laughs> inside, the moldy bar is empty, but for a tired old cowboy of a bartender, sat in a corner idly watching sports on a big screen TV, but then Teddy calls out, Hank, if you wouldn't mind. The old man nods and flips the game over to AR speak, and he shuffles out of the back room. Teddy touches a button on his comlink. That's a cell phone. And the big screen TV flashes as a shadowy businessman persona appears on screen. Teddy's all like, Now if you'll forgive me, Mr. Johnson, me and the crew were just catching up on old times. They're old standbys, the best new upstarts in the shadows. Isn't that right? Uh, he points to uh, Mercy. Isn't that right? Uh, gestures you to... Mercy. That's right. right. Yeah. You're yeah, that's good. You're standing facing this shadowy figure on a big screen television. Talk to me. All right. Um, 
I'll, I'll talk like this because I can't emulate like a computer voice thing like in, you know, the news when you're trying to hide your voice. That's what this guy sounds like, okay? Right. Can we do that in post for the uh, for the podcast? Shit, for, for future episodes, do we have that effect in board? I could, like, get an app for it or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. That'll be fun. <laughs> Never mind. You thought you could just... Yeah, I did, and it didn't come out the way I thought. I, I'd be willing to hear more of that voice. <laughs> it's like right, a dying so, frog. Mr. Johnson, you were saying? All right. My employers have taken a keen interest in better-than-life chips, that's BTLs. These data chips contain experiences beyond normal experience. They inspire emotions impossible in normal brains and even out the rough edges. Better-than-life. Lately, experimental chips have been leaking out of the Redmond Barons. Crazy chips, stronger than ever's. We've heard rumors that these chips don't have side effects or addiction. Just rumors, though. We got a positive ID on an expert software engineer by the name of Baldwin Brown, sighted in and around an abandoned warehouse that's been beefing up security lately. Head down there and capture Brown. Alive. I want to know what he knows. Scoop up all the BTLs you come across, and I'll bring them back. I'll meet you there in the... I'll meet you at the drop zone with a payment. After the fixer fee, I can offer five or 5000 each. I'll throw in an extra 1000 if you guys want to bring me back crates of BTLs. Sounds good. How about you throw in an extra 1500 All right. Let me do this. I'm rolling dice now. How's your family? Oh, it's good. <laughs> what yeah. face. What was the amount that you said? 1500 Nope. <laughs> All right. We will keep that in mind uh, with our timing. Mercy, mercy, mercy. What does what does Baldwin Brown do again? Who is he? He's an expert software engineer. Ah, thanks, Mercy. <laughs> so, what do you guys say? Five thousand apiece. I, I don't trust him, but I'll do it because I need the money. <laughs> uh, I tried to no- negotiate the bonus. Can I? I really think that this this job sounds a little more dangerous than uh, five thousand. What's the currency? New yen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how about six thousand yen? <laughs> well, that sounds a lot. That sounds a lot more agreeable. Six thousand, it is. All right. Nice mercy. <laughs> You got a great, you got a great face. <laughs> uh, I, I would also like to go on this mission. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Night, Nightblade, you're not fucked up again, are you? <laughs> Just once, I'd like to go on a mission with you where you're not totally blasted on on, on cyber booze. Your uh, your your kettletrons and whatnot. <laughs> it's our neck we're risking out there, Nightblade. No, I I need the money and. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you don't I look so good, is what I'm trying to tell you. Were you paying attention at all? Repeat to, repeat back to me what Mr. Johnson just asked us to do. We were supposed to go get Bradley Woodford from the. Uh, <laughs> Baldwin Brown. Baldwin Brown. 
has been seen in a warehouse. We're gonna secure him. He's an engineer from this place that makes these BTL chips. We're gonna we're gonna grab him and any BTL chips we can. Um, but she called the currency nyung nyung, <laughs> and that's why I'm laughing. Okay, all right, because it sounds like a cat food. What is it? Nyung nyung. I don't. Nobody tell her. <laughs> All right, Hortegaard, what do you say? I have a feeling that this is something that we could do uh, <laughs> qu- quite easily, but we should go quickly because he is uh, deteriorating this one on the right. <laughs> and we will need his... And we, oh. and we will need... Yes. He's talking to you, Nightblade. Quickly. You got drips of cyber kettle and on we, here. We will, need, we will need his attributes yeah. in the first in the approach. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to be a precog to see this guy's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So somebody, you don't have to be a precog. You guys have to worry about to me, all right? <laughs> um, so someone go on their on their comm link and find out how far away the Redmond Barons are. Not far. Just an Uber right away. Shall we hop in an Uber? Sure. Sure, who calls him? The fixer, perhaps. Will he do this? There's an app for that. I I open up uh, the Uber app in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) The future. Just on your your cell phone, on the comm link. (laughs) Okay. I open up up the Uber app and I I request an Uber. And uh, an Uber arrives post-haste. Our Uber's here. <laughs> I get in. I, I, uh, yeah, it's an, uh, we, we, we exit uh, uh, the last stand. What's it called? Hank's last stand. Yeah. All right, we, we go to the Uber. All right. Uh, give me all your gum. Wait, what? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm saying that to the Uber driver. There is no Uber driver. Oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> oh. I see. All right. Sorry. Um, I, I say that, and then I laugh, and I'm like, oh, it's a dream I had. Sometimes I play out the dreams that I have. What's so the plan when we get into you guys? What's the plan of attack? Yeah, you might want to. Yeah. Yeah. We got to figure this out. Okay, so this wi- there's this warehouse. This guy's holed up in it. And we want to. We want to. We want to. We want to just nab him. We don't want to kill him. Have it drop us off on a side street. First of all, we are shadow runners. We should come out in the shadow. Of course. Yeah. Uh, when we, when, Absolutely. When we when we get there and uh, sidebar table talk. Uh, this is my first time playing a magic user, so I, there's, there's going to be a learning curve for me on this one. I've, I've read a lot. Uh, I'll try to astrally perceive when we, or, or, or to, to astrally project when we get there to go inside the uh, inside the, uh, the the warehouse to see what's going on. Oh, that's fantastic. Should yeah. we should we nab him, or we're just getting something from? We're him? We're going to nab him and okay. as many BTL chips as yeah, we can get our hands the, on. He's the he's the package. For the Johnson, right, right. Uh, and I, uh, I will. Uh, I, I have. I have extraordinary physical stealth skills. Uh, I'm very stealthy as well, and agile. Yeah. All right. All right also, he, if, I can make myself invisible and levitate and shit like that. I'm not as familiar with Hordecai's uh, skill set. Hordecai. Like <laughs> I have several items at my disposal. I will keep them to myself. It is a private inventory. Yeah. But you should know my reputation obviously precedes myself. I would not be part of the team. No, of course. Show. 
No, I've I have uh, certain precognition skills. I also have uh, presets that allow me to enhance my physical abilities and mental abilities. Can you? Uh, and I can probe minds if we get one and settle somebody down and need to know what's happening. Oh, that's great. Yes. Can you precog what's going on inside that warehouse right now? Can you can you foresee the the uh, the, the, the? I can use general perception, uh, but precogging uh, requires me to retire somewhere and to find a good sound system. All right. Okay. All right. If, it, first if this is going first. to be all muscle and agility, I'll, we, I'll we, stand yeah. outside and. We look at a map of the city. Okay. We're in Seattle. Yep. Uh, and we look at a, uh, where this warehouse is. All right. And then we pick a spot that looks like we could get maybe a good vantage point physically, like, you know, safe, totally safe, not, not trying to. I have a no soft for the city of Seattle in my mind. I can look at the building and also its sort of physical plant and no uh, certain points of entry. All Any right. adjacent buildings? Oh. Here's a map. Okay, yeah. To Demorge. I love, I love that you. you're that excited. It's awesome. <laughs> he has the map. You don't have the map. Uh, we got a whole. Okay, so. I'm sensing that the map is uh, stuck in translation. Could I please maybe get it to myself? I'm looking at the map. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Not, it's thing. not yours to have. <laughs> I'll have them up for download after the show. Okay, all right. All right. Uh, it's, uh, the compound is... Uh, I don't wait, think we're you, supposed to see it. It's oh, not oh, yeah. for only, a... Demorge is supposed to see it. Oh, not oh, you. Oh, sorry. Sorry. sorry it, I'm it's sorry. fine. He can share, but afterwards. If sorry. you could read my mind, <laughs> what a tale my heart would tell. There's a warehouse surrounded by a large Fence. The whole area is in the is in the barrens. It's just this destroyed, devastated area. There's all sorts of squat shells of buildings. You can kind of hide out and scope out the place if you wish. And uh, that's where the air, uh, the Uber kind of drops you off. It's just in an alleyway, kind of uh, about 600 feet off. What time of day is it? It's, uh, it's about 6 p.m. It's getting dark. Okay. Shadows are coming out. Don't worry, uh, you know, as elves in our low-light vision. (laughs) I have uh, cyber eyes. (laughs) So from your vantage point, you can see the low-roofed warehouse. It's on a big hunk of land fenced off by a 10-foot tall fence topped with knife wire. You see shattered, burnt-out buildings all over the place, surrounding the lot, and through the fence you see the warehouse with a loading dock for trucks. The only entrance you can see on the compound is on the south side. There's a big gate controlled by a small gatehouse. Far from state-of-the-art security, the fence looks old, and you only see three armed guards manning the gate with submachine guns. One bulky security camera on the fence surveys the road leading up to the gate. Hmm. Someone's got to take out that. Someone needs to take out that camera. Well, first let's talk about these fences. Yeah, like like, like be, uh, the ones that don't have a gate on them. Like, like mm-hmm. what, what what keeps one from getting in? What um, are they? Linked chains. It's a chain link fence. And they're high, and they have they're uh, ten feet tall, topped with knife wire. Knife wire. Yep, that's a real thing. Yeah, BFD <laughs> to a guy like me. Uh, can I go up to the fence uh, without being seen? Um, which Whoa. fence? The, not, not the one by the guards, but like, like, like farther away from them. Yeah, probably. I, I go up there to check it out to see, stealthily sneak up to see if, uh, it's, if there's any sensors, like, like a wires connected to it, if it's electrified or anything. What's your agility plus sneaking? Um, Quick. So, God, don't make me rush. 
Uh, agility is four, and my sneaking is six. All right. You do it without being seen. Fuck yeah. You're up on a fence. <laughs> you're you're right. You're right by the knife wires. I tried to, to uh, use for perception on the fence and see what's going on. If it looks like there's any like hidden sensors or things that might trip, you don't see any sensors. There's just it's pretty rusted and old, actually. All right, I go back to the group and relay that information. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> listen, don't run up to uh, shit like that without us making a plan. <laughs> you don't, you don't own me, Nightblade. I lived I lived alone in, in this town for four years. I'm a man without a past. <laughs> All right, look, we know that the two of you have the two of you have this will they won't they bullshit. <laughs> Let's cool it for a second and focus on uh, the same, task gotta, at hand. We gotta work as a team, you know. We gotta like. All right, well, can't... cool it, Nightblade. I, cool it, Nightblade. Tell her to cool it. I take the note. All right. <laughs> So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I got a nano whip in my fingertip compartment. Well, we all know. <laughs> yeah, like that's the first time we've heard this story. Uh. <laughs> I'm not bragging, but I'm, I might be able to cut through the chain link. I'm not sure. Uh, do I know from experience if chain link is something that would thwart my nano whip? No, you, you know it would not do that, in fact. I know it wouldn't thwart it. Yes, in fact, your your nano whip would thwart the chain link. Like like a knife through butter. Like yep. Like a knife through butter. <laughs> so we could we could go in. I mean, we could we could frag the three skis balls uh, at the front gate. I say it's better to go and uh, clean to the side. Yeah. I, I would suggest uh, perhaps that we align ourselves uh, directly in front of the security gate at a certain distance. That we first toss into the compound, uh, the security compound, a smoke bomb, uh, thus perhaps driving them out, and perhaps sh- each pick a target and shoot with each of the three guards. Is Let's that- listen to the Nazi doctor. Well, I'm worried that the smoke bomb will draw out uh, all of the people inside as well. The security guards. Yeah, there's only three. There's only three. But if we are each aligned, we each take one shot. Right, but I think that I think that beyond those three, there's like more, you know, in there. And if we the smoke bombs, that's gonna like, that's gonna say, hey, everybody inside the compound, let's let's have all of you come out the front. And deal but with they're inside. Perhaps the we can security uh, guards on the outside of the Can gate. we create a diversion? Maybe I walk in. I'm I'm wearing um, actioneer business clothes, and we all know we ha- we all know I have this face. Um, maybe I talk to the guards while you come in through the side. That's that's good. <laughs> I we got so we got we got you know we we got going in through the 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 back door mm-hmm. uh we got we got smoke bomb weird like okay. atari 2600 uh t- take all comers at the front door we got uh i have improved invisibility where i'm invisible to guards and sensors well let, let's let's have eve do that then yeah. uh, like walk through the front door Let's do that. But if we take that choice, then I would I would choose then to use a silent. Uh, I have a silent gun, a gun with a silencer, and I would use that. Well, yeah, that's that's a good move. <laughs> I call him a mentor spirit, Spencer the Thunderbird, for for guidance on this. Um, Thunderbird's like, you you should check it out first. That's what I, that's what I've been saying, Thunderbird. Car-car. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> 
All right, is everybody? We're all we're all able to be in constant contact with each other. Do we? Have yeah, some you kind have of... you have your comm links and micro transceivers. So all right, everybody, like test your test your test your transceivers. Test check, it. Check, 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 so that means we can split up, and uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna nano whip through the back door, as it were, and I'm gonna anybody I see I'm gonna take them out with stealth. I think we should have an um, uh, uh, an emergency code that we have in case the shit hits the fan, in which case we all run, or. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we can't just we can't just run out and call an Uber, <laughs> right? The well, spot, well, the spot that we're in right I now. I say is... here, here's what I here's what I say. I say Nightblade, you go in, nano whip that fence, go in, see what you got, and uh, we, we need two people to cover the front gate. Uh, so, if, so if anything goes weird with the guards there, we'll take them out. That's true. That's their only way out. <laughs> That's how we should be looking at this. These guys are pigs in a pen. <laughs> What? Wait. What is that? So you're saying that the the two people on the outside need to be on the outside because that's their only way out, and we're going to execute the people that are leaving. No, I'm saying like we're trying. We're going in there to get a guy. Like mm-hmm. it, the front gate is not important for us to get in, but it is important for us to keep an eye on in case the guy we're trying to get tries to get out. I see. Okay. I I can stand at the front gate. I can't do much physically. Aside from having a great face, um, so I'll do I'll I'll do that. I just <laughs> that sounds fine. I I don't want to. <laughs> when the rest of the group settles on the plan, I am fully equipped to do whatever the task is assigned to me. Nightblade, and, you, and Night, willing. Nightblade, you want to go try to get in? Keep us posted on the comm links, and uh, and if, if, if there's trouble, we come charging in after you. If not, we'll see what we see, and then we'll, if we, we'll take it from there. All right. Sound good? I'm going to go in. All right. Okay. I'm going to nano whip the fence. <laughs> All right. So there's there's multiple sides. It's like a it's like a rectangle of a fence. So north, east, south, or west. Or... I want to go in the uh, west side. All right. Which side? Okay. Um, just so you know, just in the middle of that fence, once you get over, there are crates. If you need to scale them, you could perhaps arrange them to get to the top of the warehouse. Well, that may make a good visual cover for the hole I cut in it. It's <laughs> good. I'm Do with it as you like. Look for I'm these crates you information. that he's talking about. Where are these crates? You find the crates. On this side of the fence, you're actually pretty close to the warehouse itself. There's only kind of a narrow five or six feet space, and it's kind of packed with crates. So. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Sounds like good cover. Using the visual cover of the crate, I nano whip a man-sized hole <laughs> in the chain link. You do that successfully. You neatly <laughs> slice a you guys, man-sized with, hole. With that, we are officially shadow running. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the wrong hand. My nano whip is in a fingertip compartment on my human arm. Right. My bio. Bionic arm is the other arm. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're inside. You're right next to this warehouse. The property is big and deserted. It's the perfect spot for secret research. You can see an old rusted storage container on the far side of the yard. and Trash litters the ground. You're also right next to a shooting range with targets and bullets and stuff. Hmm. 
Um, I'm going to... What's the nearest structure from these crates? Uh, you're right next to the warehouse, but you're not next to, to a door. You don't see any doors on the side of the building you're on. How far physically are, are we away from the guards at the front gate? Um, I mean, about 250 feet if you're kind of near where he is. Okay. Is there? Do I see a way to... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm Jim Nightblade. I'm, <laughs> I want to go to the uh, warehouse and use my grappling gun to get to the roof. All right, you do that. I, 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 guys, guys, he's going in alone. I'm going to go in with him. All right, um, be careful. If you follow him, please be, uh, please be careful. If you go to the south on the outside, there is a bit of a sinkhole, and you might, as it gets darker, be prone to falling in, so please be careful. How, how do you know all this? A perception? On the, on the uh, I have the city of Seattle map in uh, my mind as one of my no-softs. Oh, so awesome. I am okay. looking... That's, uh, that's very good. Thank you, Hortegaard. Hortegaard, where's the best place for me to stand if I'm standing in a position to uh, talk to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> if by somebody you're talking about guards or people who would uh, inquire, the, the gate is on the south side, in the middle. Uh, the road that leads to the front gate is the only way out and the only way in. Um, and this inside, inside leads to the loading dock. Okay. Uh, the gatehouse is next to that. It's a sentry uh, unit, and it is separate, of course, from the gate, just a sentry house with three guards inside. Okay, I'm going to walk around in front of that. You're saying the, fr- the front gate? Uh, the best the, it, uh, it would appear to be a front gate, but it's on the south side. Okay, I'm going to, to walk around there with my um i'm sorry what is it a selby what is the cell phone comlink comlink sorry Um, almost had it (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to uh have my comlink up and make it look like i'm i'm standing there like waiting for somebody to pick me up so i will be in disguise all right as you approach uh you're still a good 40 yards off and the guards turn and aim their submachine guns at you and start yelling Hey, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. Oh, gentlemen, I'm sorry. Get back. I, I, turn, I turn my face towards the angry gentleman. Boys, boys. Boys will be boys. Uh, I'm so sorry. My, my, uh, my, my son is, uh, is being brought here to me. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Screwed it up. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just a lady, a little lost. Um, and uh, I will, I'll, I'll back away. But is it okay if I just stand, kind of here, uh, because this is, this is where I've told my, my son's father to meet me. We're no longer together. <laughs> what a bastard. I know how that goes. <laughs> No way, you don't know how that goes. You're too handsome to ever be alone. <laughs> I think that most of the time. <laughs> I don't want to be forward, but with your beard and your, your, your looks, you look like a lumbersexual. Oh, I'm clean shaven. <laughs> clean shaven. That's right. <laughs> All right, well... Sir, if if you don't mind me standing here with with my with my phone and occasionally looking over at you and fantasizing, then I think we're we're good. Well, that sounds mighty fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nightblade, what do you what do you see in there? You're on a roof. I'm on a roof. 
Um, are, are, are there windows on, on the outside of the, of the structure? No, it's a windowless building. All right. Um, I climbed the, uh, the rope up there with him. All right. Oof. <laughs> you climb up, but you slip and fall on your face right at the top. Am I, am I, am I on the roof? Yeah. Am I hurt? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you just made a, you just made a, a, a noise. Uh, uh, oops, sorry. <laughs> I used my grappling gun. Well, you were already... Wait, how? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just explaining to her. I, oh, I, I okay. used my grappling gun. So. Right. <laughs> I, I, I examine the rooftop for any sort of skylights or any sort of uh, ingress. You don't see any skylights, but you do see... It just looks like a... What do you call it? Like a grate? Yeah, just a grill, like a grate. It's screwed on tight. Mm. Right. See that grill? Yeah. Let's get a closer look. <laughs> it's just a grill. It's uh, Phillips head screws mm. bolted. You know what that looks like to my nano whip? More butter? <laughs> Looks like we will be conceiving tonight. <laughs> Is that butter? Um, I mean, I don't have any tools for uh, screw, screw, screws. Do I like a screwdriver? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. It'd probably say something like that. Do you that. have a screwdriver? I, I, I don't have a screwdriver. <laughs> If, if you're out there and you're listening, you can proceed north on top of the building. Uh, there is some sort of uh, loading dock there. Yeah. And if you can uh, drop down there, you can find in, in, ingress or egress, perhaps, if you're inside. But you would find ingress. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's not get caught up on that. But I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. it, the structure is there, uh, perhaps an easier one, but perhaps also one that is guarded. All right, Nightblade, the sneak, the sneak to the north side of the building. Go to that loading dock. What about the grate? We don't have us t the tools, man. I got a nano whip. <laughs> Look, Nightblade. Uh, can I use my combat sense to, uh, to see what troubles might befall them? Yeah. Uh, is that something? They're not in any, you can sense that they're not in any immediate danger at the moment. I sense that you are not in any immediate danger. <laughs> But don't don't uh, don't hold me to that. <laughs> if you want a nano whip that great, I'm not going to stand in your way. That's what that's what she said. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay. You, we, 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 we talked about harassment on the runs. <laughs> Let me just take a peek. I nano whip the great. <laughs> All right. Yep, you nano whip the great. Wrong finger, wrong finger, wrong finger. <laughs> you slice a hole in it, and uh, it's kind of like a can where it's hanging by like a little thread, you know? Nice. How's the, uh, how's the size? It's, uh, it's man-sized. I got a man-sized grate. <laughs> uh, why don't you uh, take a peek and take a little gander down there, Nightblade? I start, I start going in the grate. Wait, you do what? I go in. Oh, you go in. Um, well, it's just kind of like a hole in the ceiling. If you go in, you'd just be kind of like dropping through a hole. Is that what you do? Oh, you mean like down below is uh, is the warehouse itself? Yeah. Oh, well, then I then let me look and get okay. a lay of the land. 
You do that. You see, you see a card table with two guys playing cards and drinking alcohol. They're not seeming to pay much attention. They got their pistols on the table. I got you two all- bogeys. <laughs> you also see two semi-trucks and crates all over the place and a forklift in one corner. Two bogeys playing cards. That's all I got in here. Hortigard, what do you see down there? Anything else that we need to know about? Or that our, our own vision good enough there, Spencer? What? To, to, see, to see around inside the, uh, the, the warehouse. You see the things I said. There's, okay. there's nothing else to see. So can I use my grappling gun to descend like, like, like Spider-Man? Well, you can hook it on something and then climb down on the rope, like tying a rope to a fixed object. How far away are they from us? Uh, 40 feet. And how, and how far? It's, it's 40 feet down? No. I mean, it's diagonal. Okay, so it's 20 feet or so down? Yep. Okay. So I could affix my grapple to the, the roof here and then descend with my grappling gun. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. <laughs> All right. I'll be right behind you if you need me, Nightblade. All right. What's get, your agility plus sneaking? Get ready for go time. I'd like this to be a black bag job, but it might be Fracapalooza. <laughs> My agility is... But it's, it's me, Dan. My agility is five, and my... What was the other thing? Sneaking. Sneaking is... Four... And then it says parentheses plus four. Okay. That's sneaky. All right. You descend unseen or heard. You uh, you're right above the floor. You I, can you can touch the floor if you want. I, okay. Oh, I'll wait till you're off the thing before I descend after you. I I touch I touch it. I, 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 I leave I leave my grapple so that my friend can come down too. You do that quietly. I I descend as well. That so, happens. Okay. They, they don't see us. They don't. They're not paying close attention apparently. Um. What do you think? Um, I, I, I can stun these guys and knock them out with a stun bolt from a distance if you want. Let's check in with the team. Come on, chuckleheads, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, once again, if I could tap into combat sense to see what sort of uh, risk they are in. Um, they might be in danger if they screw up. They're in more immediate danger than they were before. Can we pull up an image of, of this uh, guy, of, of this Baldwin character we're looking for? Is there, is, there a, is there a photo online of this guy that we can see so if we know we're looking at the right guy? Yeah, you do that. He looks like an aged or an aging bald man with glasses. Does he look like one of those guys playing cards there? No, these are, these are young dudes. There's, about a, there's a 20-year-old uh, orc and then a 20-ish-year-old human. And he, 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 what kind of non-lethal... Uh, I got loads. Of, uh, I, I, I can knock him out with a stun bolt if you like. Both of them? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an, uh, actually uh, the, yeah, it's an area spell. Stun okay. bolt is not an no, area No, 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 so, yeah, stun ball, I mean. There you go. Stun ball, all right. You think you can take two of them out with a stun ball? I mean, let's not waste my spells if we don't have to. I, you know, it, drains, it drains a magician to use that stuff. Do you, do you think we do that right away? I think it's worth it to try as hard as we can to go non-lethal. And, 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 I mean, we only see these two people. Let's, let's try to stun ball them. All right. <laughs> you sure? I'm hold, cl- hold on. I'm getting a sim, a sim sense. <laughs> do you boys need help in there? I have stealth. I can maybe help you out if you need some backup. 
Uh, aren't you at the front gate just flirting? Uh, I don't like it when you degrade what I do, but yes. Yes, that is what I am doing. Well, stay there. Keep them occupied. Nightblade, I also have uh, an X-Shocker taser gun. I, but it's, only, it's only a single shot thing, so I can't get them both. Well, I, I just if your stun if your stun ball can is a ranged thing that could stun two people. Okay, that's perfect for right. these poker players. I cast a um, I harness uh, first of all my uh, my my uh, combat spell cast. I, t- I, t- I touch my uh, my, re- my red feather earring and uh, and, 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 and and summon the uh, the spell casting focus to increase my combat. And I. S- Throw a force three stun ball at the guards. All right. The what's, your, what's your spell casting plus magic? Uh, eleven. Eleven, huh? But do I get do I get a plus two for the spell casting? Was that added? Yeah, in? so that'd be thirteen all Thirteen. Aaron asking, do you have just one earring? Yes. Which ear is it in? It's my left ear. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Meets your parties. Meets your parties. So you fire off a stun ball. <laughs> Uh, uh. It it lands right in the middle of them and it hits them. They 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 twist. They attempt to twist out of the way and they take they take a lesser effect and they end up taking uh, some damage. Hold on. There better be an app with all of Jeff's different magic noises in a uh, few months. There she, better be. She, she buried the lead on that spell. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a man of stunball I'm shooting. It takes a lot out of you. One of them goes down to the ground cold, and the other one seems to have dodged out of the way. Rush him, Nightblade. Uh, yeah, I, if it's, when it's my turn, I, I'll use my silence-equipped uh, Ares Predator 5 uh, that's in my bionic arm. All right. You got the surprise on him. So what's your, what's your pistols plus agility? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming, like, I'm not close enough to him to do anything non-lethal. Like, I have a stun baton, and I, I mean, that's about it. Like, so what's your agility plus pistols? Well, you're making me kill this guy. Well, you said you were firing at him with your gun, right? Well, I just wanted to make sure before I do that, I wasn't close enough to him to stun baton him, right? No. You have the element of surprise. I'm not. Well, not anymore. Now the stun ball's in play. Adam, don't heckle the GM. (laughs) Okay, so, okay, so... You need to Adam's know my. Adam's real born uh, on the Fourth of July right now. <laughs> I mean, shit's shit's gone bad. It's the it's the first act of heat. No, the cat, the, shit's yeah. gone bad. The, the cats the cats out of the bag. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got a stun ball. I'll place. sleep like a baby tonight. Okay, so but you're looking for sorry one more time. I'm a little drunk. Agility plus pistols. Agility is five and uh-huh. pistols is two parentheses plus two. Okay. Is there shorthand for when it, those numbers when it's you two? Can just, uh, well, if it's plus two, then just add them all up. So five okay. plus two plus two would be nine. Okay, great. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, you plug them right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a little bit overkill, huh, Nightblade? Uh, that's it's bat and cleanup. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he gets shot in the face and goes down. Every time you... Fuck up casting the spell. That's what it looks like. It's a human cost. Noted. I, I go up there and secure their weapons. In case All right. They... You take uh, two Ingram smart guns. 
I'm hyper vigilant. I'm in a fucking PTSD fucking 360. My heart's beating. <laughs> you see no one um, outside Mercy and Hortigard hear the report of a pistol. Silencer. Oh, then they don't. No, um, uh, no. That means I, I sense that something has gone down and I'm checking in. Uh, uh, do you see crates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's crates everywhere in here. In the building. This place is lousy with crates. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, you don't see anyone else in the room that you're in. Are there so any doors pretty... that we see in the, uh, along the walls? There's a door to the uh, east that's leading uh, presumably out of the building. There's a door to the south. We should check these trucks. Okay. I mean, I will. <laughs> you go ahead. I'm going to go up. So there's, there's one door that's, that's presumably, presumably leaving at, at the, uh, like the loading lock or what? Yeah. And then the other one looks like it might be an interior room. Yep. Um, I go to that door and take out my endoscope and put it under the door to take a look around. You do that. You see three large machines that look like they're uh, producing something. You don't know quite what from your low angle. You also see a concrete barrier that blocks your vision uh, towards the right. It's kind of... The only things you can see are those two things. Machines and a barrier. Okay. I, I, I report that over to, uh, to Nightblade. What's in those trucks? Uh, I'll go check these trucks. They're full of crates. The crates are sealed shut. Boxes and boxes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it uh, Nabokov said? <laughs> Package is just a... Package for a package. Um, we, I'm gonna. I got a door over here at Nightblade that I, I I can't see the whole situation in here. I say we uh I, I say we uh we, we we come in there guns a blazing. I I, I I load my gun with uh, stick and shock uh, uh bullets. You do that. Well, hold on. So uh, the, the uh, chicky peas out front. Talking to these three guys. If we take out those three guys, then she can come in. It's like we got the whole yard covered, right? We can all like maybe we should take those guys out at the at the south gate. Well, can I can I try just talking to them, see what happens? Yeah, see if I can get in. Okay, what, 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 I will choose to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. I will choose to approach Mercy, as cover. Keep, keep yeah, yeah, keep their attention. You see if you can get all three of them to be talking to you, all facing you at the same time. None of them facing north. All right, um, I I position myself south. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, I just got the worst news. I'm so sad. I'm so weak. <laughs> The the clean shaven guy comes over towards you and is like, "Why are you weak?" Oh, I um, my my son that I was meant to meet here, I guess he was he was killed by by one of those dirty shadow runners. Some uh, shadow runner was on a on a run and <laughs> and my son was standing in the way and I I'm so sorry to ask this, but. I've been going to this uh, cyber therapy that's, or my cyber therapist told me that the the only thing that could calm me down was three men, one one with two hands on my head, and 
the other two with two hands on either arm, and I'm, I, this is so embarrassing, but if you could please just touch me. Please. Um, he touches you. Can you ask your friends to also touch me? And yeah. just listen to me? I guess I can do that. Thank you, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. I am some distance away, but I am holding my rifle poised, and I am looking for an open shot. Should an opportunity present itself? So. Um, okay, yeah, there's, there's some shots open. Uh, do I see the... I want to leave the uh, warehouse through the, uh, the... Is there... If I go towards the south, is that where the south gate is? No, if you go towards the south, that's towards the door that he's, he's, poke, he's peeking through. But that'll put us out towards the gate, right? No, that's an interior door. Oh. I'm looking to go toward Aaron. All right. Mercy. You, you you came in through the ceiling. Right. Are there where we are, are there any like, South Gate is to the south, right? Are there any businesses? Yeah, but it's near, outside. Are there any businesses that we saw on the way over here in the Uber? No, they're all they're all destroyed. They're just like destroyed <laughs> bombed buildings and stuff. Okay. Alright, I tried to find an barons. exit from the warehouse. Okay. Uh a different exit? Yeah. Okay. A one that get, provides me egress from the warehouse itself. There's the loading dock. That's where the trucks came in. It's right. open. So That's where Eve is. No. No. I I'm I'm in another door. I'll, I'll come with you over there. Okay. Uh let's try the loading dock. Is there are there do we we know there's dudes there? There aren't any dudes okay. there. All right. Uh so I'm just trying to get to the south gate. Uh, if you exit the uh, loading dock, you'll see a path, a winding path, which leads you straight to the gate. You will also pass a storage unit, so perhaps you would be careful and perhaps check that out, but uh, use your priorities. All right. All right. You exit the loading dock, and you see the three guys touching uh, Mercy, who's on the floor in pain. What's the range? 200 feet. Hmm. And the back's, back's to us? Yeah. All right, time to fucking, like... It's, uh, Can we I, synchronize so that we shoot at the same time? Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that Mercy ducks and gets, and then gets, out, of, gets out of the way. Well, she's out of the shot. She's on the ground and stuff. Oh, she is? I think. I, I am. Okay. <laughs> you, you, like, col- you collapsed, yeah. yeah. What's, what's an objective way of, of, of picking dudes? Uh, like, like you, get, you can't do like 3 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Like, what do we, how do we, how do you go? The um, two of you are together. You both look at each other and say, I'll take this one. I'll take that one. I am not with you, so I will take the one that is remaining. <laughs> I, Spencer, can I say to the gentleman, um, <sighs> This is, this, uh, thank you, I know this is such an inconvenience, but if, if the three of you, this is the way my therapist uh, explained to me that it was the way that this ended, if, if the three of you could uh, just turn towards each other and I will walk away, symbolizing me walk away, walking away from my pain. <laughs> if you just for a moment can link and just stare at the ground, it will take just 30 seconds or so, and I thank you so much, and I, if... If I ever meet you again, I, I promise I'll be gen- generous with lock, my kindness. Lock and load, guys. Lock and load. <laughs> You're already fine. Just have, have each of them hold uh, between one and three fingers up. <laughs> it's, it's too lengthy a process. We'll take care of it. 
But I'm just having them. The, I'm just wanting to get away from the situation, yeah. so they're just standing. All right, down. we'll go with Hortigum's plan. I'll, 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 I'll just, I'll just, I'll just. Hortigard. I'll just, I'll just kill whoever I can, and he'll kill. Whoever, you know, we'll, we'll just start killing people. <laughs> I, I'm using I'm using stick and shock on mine because I, tr- I prefer I prefer non-lethal if I can. Well, I okay. <laughs> All right. If you, if you if you want to go up there and cut their throats when they're when they're down, I, I can't. I can't. If I could get close, I would stun baton them. I don't like to kill people. The one you stun, I will take out. <laughs> I'm not I'm not stunning anybody. I'm not going to get that close. I'm going to shoot shoot them in the head All with right. my gun. I feel like. <laughs> But could they really kill all guards at once? Find out next time. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Demorge Brown, thank you so much. Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden. Jamal, thank you for coming up. I'm Jeff Davis. Dan Harmon, your mayor, everybody. Next week, there'll be music for, for, for Shadowrun. It's going to be very exciting. If you want to know whose music we played tonight, uh, I'm assuming there's somewhere you can go, right? Yeah, we'll, like, we'll post that online for the, uh, uh, on the website, and uh, we'll make sure everybody knows ahead. about the music. Feral Audio. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 